in my head, every time I take on a new hobby, I am going to be the best at it in the world. I am going to be the best at that hobby. So like when I took the drums on, like I was going to form a rock band. And when I started playing golf, I am going to win every tournament by the time I'm 40. In my head, I'm like, oh, this looks like fun. And what if I kept doing it? And what if, and what if I became really good at it? Uh, and then what if what if you became uh, the ultimate try hard <laughs> yeah that tracks I, I i just want to do everything equally there's there's not one but also be the best at it but also be the best at it because if you're not gonna do it well don't what's the point in doing it like i don't think i enjoy doing stuff though i think i enjoy <laughs> i think I, I think i enjoy Your stuff i hate it <laughs> you know like you, you, when you first learn a new hobby you're like you're right you're absorbing everything about it. You watch videos on it. You sort of get into it and you're like, oh, this is great. And then when you've sort yeah. of got over that beginner stage and you start to have to do the grind, into the basically. the realm of mediocrity. Yeah. You, you're doing the grind and then you're like, it's not fun anymore. Like, I I, I don't want to What do you mean sit... I have to work hard to yeah. do this thing? What do you mean I have to this sit here and do, and do rhythm scales on my drums? And I don't, they're not called rhythm scales at all. It's not my tempo. It's not my tempo. Not my tempo. It's not my tempo. Not my tempo. <laughs> it's, not my, it's not my fucking tempo. Oh, what a movie. Oh, what a great film. Speaking of movies, should we do a podcast? I think we should probably do a podcast in three, two, one. Hello weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Universe, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is our novice, Will. How are you this fine week, Will? Very good, thank you, Sam. I am very excited to be oh. talking about stuff today, because we have... But we just established that you don't like stuff. Hmm, true. I also have established I don't like people. Um oh. I was talking to Lucy about this and she said she gets FOMO when it comes to like friends and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't like people. I don't really just care. Socializing. I just don't care. <laughs> but- this has worked out perfectly for us then because you don't have to see me every day. And when we do see each other, it's through a screen. Yeah. And it's like and- a perfect snippet of friendship. For but this, this, this is it. Like one of, this is the uh, <laughs> brilliance of the podcast because we talked about the learning curve. Every week, I have a new learning curve because I have a new show to sort of engross myself in, and so so the, the learning to hook you. Yeah, it just keeps just keeps on going. Um, yeah, I mean the podcast is a great example of one of one of the hobbies that I have undertaken, but this one's actually stuck. We've actually stuck to it um, yeah, because I've got you two years now. Oh, oh, I couldn't do without nice. you, bro. Um, I literally Aww. could. I literally could. You literally could. could. Well, you, you could. could. You could talk it into the into the void for a good hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> but I wouldn't have bounciness there. <laughs> I also wouldn't have anything to talk about because I would just say the same thing every week. Oh, funny characters. What are they doing? Oh, classic <laughs> hey guys, t- anime. This week I watched. Uh, I watched another anime. Um, anime is kind of weird, huh? Uh, thank you for joining me on uh, Will's anime podcast. Uh, yeah. See you next week. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, alternatively, you could do this with literally anybody else. I, 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 need... I could talk into the void for a thousand years about anime. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you could. You could. No, I'm not going to give you ideas. We need to do. We need to do this podcast. If you're new here, we talk about anime. Sam gives us a show or a film or some piece of media content and it's usually a film or a series to be honest um and we talk yeah. about it um we've covered loads in the universe so far from the big and uh, bombastic 
Attack on Titan um, and, you know, the huge hitters. And we've also covered some really niche stuff as well. So go back and check out our backlog if you haven't already uh, to see what we've covered. We usually just look at the first three episodes uh, unless I've watched the rest. The the whole point is that I have come to this as a noob and don't really know much about mm-hmm. anime. So um, I haven't got the depth and breadth of knowledge that Sam does. Um, so he's here for me to sort of ask questions to and to share some of his insights. And I'm here to be the naive um, idiot that's going to put his foot in it a lot. Um, oh, not idiot. Oh. Little baby that we're guiding. Little sheep that I'm shepherding through the world of anime. My mum yes. said that oh, watching all these Japanese cartoons would never get me anywhere. But look at me now, mum. I'm <laughs> discussing opinions on cartoons on the internet. I've which, made it officially. Which is, which is, I'm sure, what she what she wanted for you. When, what she when, always when, wanted from her son. <laughs> it's crazy how careers have changed. Man. I was looking at like um, Gen Z and stuff. Because I've no... I've, I've, I'm sure it, people are very aware of like the different names of things and what that, what the sort of characteristics of that generation are. Uh, but I've never really sort of considered it. And it was quite interesting to sort of see how they're defined and mm. that, that idea of, I can't remember what gen, cause we are gen Y technically. We're millennials. Yeah. We're millennials, which are otherwise known as gen Y, um, mm. depending on where you are. Um, and our, are we, are we, our characteristics are, we're watching the world burn and we can't afford a house (laughs) yeah kind of (laughs) i think there's there's a lot around the work-life balance that came in the 60s and then it goes to like like the i don't know I can't remember what 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 our character, characteristics are, but anyway, jobs and things are different than they used to be, and people are doing things more because they want to now. I think than they ever did before, versus think, because we have to actually just sell our souls to the corporations to put food on the table. Um, what? Well, that that counters that, doesn't it? Well, I, I don't work because I want to. Will I work because I have to? <laughs> Yeah, yes. Well, it's it's that argument. And that's that's sort of, you know, my dad's generation would say that as well. You know, you don't have to enjoy your job. You ju- you do your job to put food on the table and to survive. Um, but when, but I think when people invest in careers and things, not to get too philosophical, mm-hmm. but when people invest in careers and they spend so much of themselves invested into something, if you mm-hmm. don't enjoy it on some level, that is basically a 90% of your existence at, that, at certain times because- you yeah. are putting so much energy into it. And if it's not what you want to do, I think people are trying to make sure that they have that balance. If you have a good work-life yeah. balance, then I think that's fine. You know, if you're doing it, but that is always the case. And I mean, exactly. to, to try and wrangle your point desperately back towards the, the anime, anime podcast nature of this show. Wait, we, what? We see that all the time with, with, with animators. Like, mm. they may not have the best paid jobs. They may not have the best work-life balance, but they put in so much care and attention into the scenes that they draw and because they want their art to be seen by people they want to do it for the creativity they want to push boundaries they want to be investing in this medium that they enjoyed as a kid and to inspire another generation of it even though potentially they're not getting paid as well as they could be or getting the hours that they need but yeah it's like you say and i i I guess that um it's it's enjoyment that's fueling them it depends on yeah exactly exactly and it's it's what you want to do do you want to work 
uh, as a mechanic for your granddad, or do you want to follow your heart and your dreams and go and fly robot skateboards in the air and <laughs> shoot, sh- destroy the government? I guess um, because take that's- down the military industrial complex. Because this, uh, <laughs> that's the decision that our character Renton has to decide in uh, this week's anime, which is Whoa, Eureka Excellent 7. Segue. Oh, so, yes. God, we got there in the end. Sam, Somehow. Sam, why would anyone want to watch Eureka 7? And there are li- literally an infinite amount of reasons, so please there's, go ahead. There's so many. <laughs> uh, do, do you like Mecha, Will? Uh, I, I you... like robot things, yes. You like robot things. Uh, do you like soft nostalgia for the mid-2000s? Sure, sure. I mean, yes, You're, actually. It's just, yeah. we're millennials. Of course we do. Bring it back. Of course we do. Uh, do you like awkwardly reliving your horny teenage phase? <laughs> of course. Speaking of those two things, we we have just bought, bought tickets to go see The Killers in June. So bring it on, baby. Dude, bring it on. speaking of those two <laughs> things, My Chemical Romance dropped a new song like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Holy <yeah>. crap. <laughs> It is what? 2006. 2006. We're watching Eureka 7. Oh You're going to see God. the killers. MCR's <laughs> dropped a new album. Holy oh my God. Crap. I'm spoiling it. I'm spoiling it. I'm spoiling it. Oh no. What's he got? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he just busted out an entire folder of Pokemon cards. And Will's collecting Pokemon cards again. It is 2006. We're back, baby. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, so this apart- makes me so unreasonably happy. Yeah, yeah. So apart from uh, those things, um, welcome to the world of Eureka Seven or Eureka Seven, depending on how uh, you want to pronounce it, because you know Japanese is weird. Whether, you, whether you're words. right or wrong, basically. Yeah, whether you, whether you're following what was it Archimedes? Did he say it? Yes, with the bathtub. Yes, Eureka, Eureka, the world's first streaker. Um, <laughs> nice. So this is one of these. Uh, it, I'm, I'm coining the term this new generational mecha show from the early 2000s. And it sits up alongside the likes of Gundam Seed, Code Geass, and Overman King Gainer, where the early 2000s were trying to bring in new fans to the mecha genre. And we got a bunch of new mecha IPs, including Eureka 7, mm-hmm. um, to try and kind of pull in people to this new style of digital animation and showing that you can do these really interestingly complex mech designs. And because it's digital now, you can move them and be more animated than ever before. Mm. This is almost part Code Geass, part Skate the Infinity, and part weird coming-of-age story. And Studio Bones, who've brought us the likes of My Hero Academia, uh, have poured their heart and soul into this. And this is one of their first really big... um, hits i would say in terms of reaching a wider audience a lot of people have a lot of nostalgia for this show Mm. and it's a world where you get big robots riding on surfboards firing missiles at each other so if you like any of that then eureka 7 might just be the show for you (laughs) yeah it it does okay oh let's get yeah we we do a little transition now don't we sam let's let's do that we do we do a little transition here let's go it like So we're in the world of Eureka 7, Will, and we've got three episodes with which to play around with. And I want Mm -hmm. you to tell our loving listeners what's going on here. What's happening in these first three episodes? Oh, God, I I stopped writing uh, that bit. Uh, Okay, so we have our main boy, Renton. He's... um, Renton. 
He wants to be a criminal. That's his desire. He wants to be... <laughs> Why you got to say it like that, man? <laughs> I mean, he does. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's fed up of towing the line and, and doing a hard day's work. He doesn't want to go into uh, mechanical engineering, as his granddad wants. He wants to go be a criminal, flying on skateboards, dressing up in robot costumes, and... Who doesn't? Like, it looks cool as hell. Um, yeah, right. Dude's li- got a magazine. Dude's got a magazine and pull-up posters. Like, what is going on <laughs> in this world? Um, right. He lives... So, uh, Fenton? No, that's the dog. Renton? Uh, Fenton! Jesus Christ! Renton! Get out of the mech! <laughs> Renton! Um, he he lives in a shitty city um, as a 14-year-old mm. and can't get out. He points out he's 14 several times. A in, lot. Like, in the three um, consecutive sentences, I, I don't know whether it's just the sub or whether they just had a bad time of, like, translating it or what, but he just goes, I've been alive for 14 years. I'm now 14 years old. I've been alive in for 14 years. 14 years. In my, it's really bizarre um I'm, i feel like the japanese might have some more i don't know poignance to that or each one sounds a bit different but it was very weird to see the same thing no he was days. he was just saying yeah 14 years it was he just clarifying years. with himself it, it was it was just <laughs> i've been alive petition for 14 years <laughs> i've been I, I i am 14, 14 years so i have years. been yes yeah, 14 years it's, good. it's been 14 years yeah 14 13 um, <laughs> no 14 okay as if he remembers, that, like, when it started. Um, the, <laughs> then a girl gra- crash lands. Um, in, literally. Literally. Uh, what's the... I, I wasn't trying to be figurative. What's the figurative version? Crashes into his life. I, I get... I, okay, yeah, for. yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, crash lands into his life. Yes, that's good. That's what I meant. Um, and she's cute. He likes her. And she has a big robot. And she seems a bit weird, a bit out there. Uh, a bit wacky and doesn't the, blink these three episodes follow denton no rent Renton, Renton on his um journey to become a part of the criminal crew which i can't remember the name of the criminal crew uh gecko state gecko state um also a very cool name for a criminal organization <laughs> But nothing to do with geckos, which is disappointing, because I do love a gecko. I mean, the ship looks kind of like a gecko, if a gecko had a really long neck and, and was a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and was a dra- and was not a gecko. <laughs> <laughs> was another type of lizard. <laughs> <laughs> so Gecko State is these um, rebels without a cause, I guess. Oh, they do have a cause. They have a very specific cause. Um, in that they want to bring down the government of Mechas. <laughs> that <laughs> the government of Mecca. the Mecca of Mechas. <laughs> oh, actually, oh. speaking of Mechas of Mechas, that's kind of what she's in. She's in the OP, the original uh, Ooh, yeah. ship, um, the Nervish Type Zero. Yeah. Um, so the whole plot is that by the end of episode three, our boy uh, Deku, no, Rek- Deku. <laughs> Re- I, I, Soma. I, I, Bell. I, I, I am saying... <laughs> Protagonist. <laughs> Kirito. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, hey, I want to seek adventure. <laughs> Let's go. I do want to talk about Renton a bit, and, and in terms of like his um, 
I guess, how he's presented because he spends the entire first episode basically saying, oh, my life sucks. Uh, everything in the city sucks. I really wish there was like adventure and stuff. And the first time adventure presents itself to him, he doesn't kind of, if you think of, of these kind of call to actions in other stories, it's you've got to be the guy, here's the power, you've got to use that. And there's this whole arc of like them begrudgingly accepting their place. Whereas for Renton, he's always wanted this. And the fact that there's a cute girl there, he's 100% just following his dick. <laughs> and he is just he's yeah. infatuated with Eureka or Eureka as I guess the uh, Japanese tends to call her and that means that he's just willing to go along with these random guys and it's I random guess, more guys. interesting well the gecko state that he's been idolizing yeah <laughs> but also everybody's just treating him like a and his dad. piece of shit on his shoe he's just like oh yeah you're here I guess Mm. Uh, you can sleep in the fucking hangar. <laughs> here's your tent. Here's your thing. I guess you're here. You made Eureka laugh once. Yeah. Okay. And he's there, like with all these dreams of being the chosen one and the hero, and what it's going to be like to do a drop back a cut to turn. I th- I think you're um, I think you're imprinting on him. What's the, what's the word like? I, 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 projecting. Pro- projecting. I think you're project. Yeah. Imprinting. What's that? Is that no, in Twilight? I, I just like that he. Okay, I'm, I'm imprinting. Yeah, I, I'm imprinting on Renton. Yeah, fourteen-year-old child. No, thank you. <laughs> well, they can At do it on it's a, not a unborn baby, fetus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Twilight did have problems. Now that I yeah. think about it. Mm. But yeah, no, I like that he's kind of as he comes into the fold. Almost. Yeah, he's he's got a bit of piloting uh, skill or some sort of unspoken power. But his illusions of what it means to be part of this crew start crashing down very quickly. <laughs> like I don't know, he Holland's seems still just... pretty happy about it. <laughs> yeah. He's... I think he's but just like, happy to be there. That his... Yeah, he is just happy to be there. <laughs> but I love the fact that his mentor that he's idolised this entire time just rocks up. As soon as he lands, he just throws all his clothes off and he's just there in his boxes, just like, yeah. I, you sleep in the hangar. Yeah. And he's like... Well, what? <laughs> but you're the guy from the magazine. You're meant to be the coolest guy in the world. And he's just there, just like yeah, scratching I'm, his balls. But going, I'm at home. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's my it's house. My, it's my downtime. Like, if I can't up. be in my underwear in my own home. What am I doing? Yeah. Um, this is what we live for. This, this is, <laughs> this is called a work life balance. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, what did you think of Renton? I thought he was fine. Like, um, I think he has idolized this crew for ages and he's, it, it does feel a bit sort of, well, this is happening now. Um, it doesn't really seem to get as hype as you might expect given the situation he's in. He does follow his dick a lot and mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel, I, I quite, I quite like him because I think he's quite, even though he's got these delu not delusions, these grandiose sort of ideas of what he wants to do and what he wants to be. And he's this sort of, you know, typical um, Luke Skywalker, you know, protagonist is stuck in the middle of nowhere and needs a, someone to yeah, come at the boonies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to save him vibe. He's still quite, uh, what's the word? 
hum, not humble, kind of humble. He's just sort of like, yep, okay, cool. I'll go with this. I'll do that. He's not taking yeah, he takes every- everything in his stride, does he? Yeah. He's just like, he's rolling with the punches instead of just being overwhelmed or in thinking that he's the best ever. He's not doing like a, a power protagonist move, but he's also not a fish out of water. He's just kind of, okay, this is what I've always wanted. Play it cool. Play it cool. Yeah, although he did lie to his uncle, or his granddad, for for some reason. Like, at the end, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to become a mechanic, I'm going to train, and he's like, ah, oh, that's mm. great. And then he fucks oh, I'm so up. so proud. And then he's just like, and he's in the mech, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. wait, no, wait, you little what? shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really sure why he did that, like, he didn't need to, he could have just gone. He could he could have just, mm. I guess it was maybe his sort of cheeky way of saying goodbye. Um, yeah, and and I do like that, again, because so many of these stories, the protagonist goes off on their adventure and leaves all their family behind to just kind of be like, yes, this is the right thing for him. And they'd never get that kind of closure. At least Renton, in his own way, gets to say goodbye to Grant. <laughs> such a dumb, dumb name. Renton. <laughs> Renton. It's not a protagonist's name, is it? Oh, Renton. <laughs> Hello, Renton. Welcome to the Billiards Club. Mm, yes, yes. Would you like a fine Chianti with your uh, with your wine tonight, sir? Oh, I think I'll have the Nerve Ash Special. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, we'll go uh, with it. Can we call him Ren? But that sounds cool. Ren. Yeah, sure. From like from Shaman King. Sure. Yeah. Ren. <laughs> All right, Ren. <laughs> Can you imagine Ren from Shaman King? Nickname. His In full name. His, his full name was Renton. Oh my god. He's Chinese as well, so like you'd imagine just like his entire family of like Shao Fu and stuff, and it's like, ah, I shall name my son. Renton Fu. <laughs> what? So they all have these compact drives which seem to power these mechs. Yes. Let's talk about let's talk about the mechs, because this is the big pulling point. Like you said up top, we've mm. got uh, Honestly. Let's talk about the OP. Okay. Because it's the very first thing we see. We haven't seen a show. It is the very that first thing that we kind of kick into. For a long we haven't seen a show that starts with the OP in episode one for a long time. They're usually, you know Ages. Yeah. yeah. So it was quite nice to just get straight into the OP, see some action Snippets stuff. Snippets of the world and yeah. kind of what's going on. Get a yeah. feel for it. Um so as soon as it opens, we've got these mechs flying around on skateboards with Doing like big um, energy laser aerial... trails behind them. Yeah, yeah. Aerial. It, it felt like SSX tricky on on crack. Right? Like <laughs> on it, crack. Was, it was crazy. Um, and yeah, it's like what's not to like? We've got flying. We've got surfboards. We've got mecha. Like, does it make any sense? Probably not. Because why does a Don't mecha think about it? Why does a mecha this complex need a board? Like, surely oh, we it... even see in episode three, he doesn't really need the board. <laughs> He's like the robot does a lot of heavy lifting without the board. Yeah. Also, but it can rule tran- of cool. I guess it's, it's also a transformer that can transform into cars into a car. <laughs> I, surely, surely, if it can transform into a car, and you have planes in this world. You could, mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you could, you you could transfer the form into something that can fly. Um, I I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we need a what, surfboard, but, but that, but but will then what would we do with this giant surfboard that probably costs millions of dollars to make? 
No, no, you're, you're missing. You're missing the point, sir. You, you don't need the board if you can do no, the flying. No, no, no. no. We, we've already made the board. The mech, the mech comes second. The board comes oh, first. Right. I mean, in all fairness, that's that is potentially true because we see boards used just casually mm. by Ren. I'm, yeah, I'm the, sticking to it. The civilians use them, and then there's the uh, there's the salesman, and Holland uses it as well. Mm. Um, this seems to be kind of like a piece of tech that. Um, is is well used throughout the world. Um, so so going back to the OP, yes. uh, What did you think of the the music and everything in general? I really liked it. I thought it was it's re- so fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is nice. It's such a um, banger. <laughs> it, it reminds me, and this might just be because of my newfound hobby, but it it remind reminded me a bit of the Pokemon. I got a bit of Pokemon feel. The, the electric trails for some reason. I, I just yeah. associate with anime and like the, the, those shows that I used to watch. I don't know. It, it, it's almost like when a uh, Pokemon evolves, that sort of like really high similar kind of energy. Yeah. Lots of colors, very bright flashing. There's very, almost like a bit of texture in there. As yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it in this. I feel like it takes something away. The trails. I feel like it, we don't know enough about it for it to mean anything. And it's just sort of like, let's make it as bright and as electric as possible without really getting a sense of the power. Mm. Is it, is it like a, is it, it like goes a- against the kind of the tone of the show as well? Because mm. the actual colors of the show are really muted and kind of. Yeah. And they, um, it feels like they've just gone to be deliberately sort of what well, let's, let's make it look as out there as possible, as bombastic and as, as, as sort of vibrant um whereas i think it would have been better if it was something a bit different um but mm. hey ho, that's just a personal personal preference i guess um <laughs> yeah the the scenes are the, the scenes in the op are cool as well i like the mm. the sort of it's almost it almost reminds me of like an old vt sort of um it's a bit sort of muted a bit sort of washed out um mm. yeah it's, it's cool it is a it very much it is an anime opening like it's all the okay. characters staring into the sky there's a lineup yeah. but it's done it's it's executed with such finesse that i don't mind it especially when we get such an insane sequence in the middle where the mech the nervish drives off the dock oh yeah right there like, and then what? just like does a bunch of like flips around a bunch of missiles and then tears through like three other guys and like this is a again my personal preference would be it would sync up with the song better there but then I'm also like, holy crap, did they actually just animate that? That's insane. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, they were, those, those, that car scene where they like shoot it off the air carrier or whatever. It reminds mm-hmm. me of those. Is it, was it, was it a Lego product or was it something else where you like built your own little street racer and it had like, the long, no- really long nose, and then you had a little oh, launcher. Like a drag yeah, and you li- a little launcher and that you, you. Yeah, you pumped it up, right? Yeah, and, then it, and it fired off. off. Maybe it was Lego or Meccano or like Connects. 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 Con- a Bionicle. <laughs> Bionicle. Bionicle. Dude, they remember were- Bionicle? I was obsessed. Yes, I had. I. Yeah, there was like they they had like natural elements, didn't they? There were there was like leaf ones, like, and yeah, fire, fire and earth, water. water. Yeah, Dark. I really liked them because it was a show as well, wasn't there? There was a TV yeah, show. It was it was like a three D show? Yeah, them, like fighting against uh, evil magic, and you could like connect the Bionicles together and create this like eldritch abomination of yes. like three of them just smashed together. 
Yeah. Oh, man. They were good. Where's my petition to bring back Bionicle? Well, this is something I want to talk about later on as well. Um, I'm really, no, I'm really, I'm really excited. And I'm not saying you need to move it up in the, in the running order, but I'm really, I really want us to try and go back to something from my childhood, either one of the, you know, one of the big ones, either Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Card Captors. Mm. Some, uh, some something that I will have maybe have some association with, and I'm not saying they need to come soon. They can obviously you you've, you've probably got them in your plans at some point, but I am like oh, since, there. since collecting the cards, I'm like oh. yeah, I'm excited. Um, anyway, back to Eureka Seven. Yeah, cool. Uh, what would you give the OP before we move on to the like uh, the next point? Um, I would give it a flying skateboard. Mecha, meta, me, uh, I don't know. A a no. good a good rating, a good a, score, a good <laughs> a score, good one. a good one of those because it is a good op. Yeah, I I think it, I, I, I I I like. I want I want I want to describe something that is it's basically cheating, right? Because they've basically just gone. What do people like? Well, they like robots. What else do people like? Robots you can fly. What else? flying robots what else flying skateboards <laughs> did i mention that there are robots and they're on skateboards and they're flying he did mention that and you know what you son of a bitch i'm in <laughs> yeah it's um yeah it is definitely cheating but you've got to give them credit for just doing it and not giving just a going shit. for it just going for it absolutely just unapologetically it's an anime absolutely unapologetically and it's its own ip as well like there's no manga that predates this there's no um light novels or anything this is it's completely new um franchise and they kind of hit the ball out of the park with the designs of the robots themselves what did you think of uh the nervish mm. type zero yeah and I mean, I, as well as that the yeah. other mech that we see like what did you think of them and their general designs because that's a big thing about being a mecha fan is like which is your favorite designs which yeah. kind of uh suits do you like the best uh, what did you think um yeah so i haven't got that much to compare it to but from i yeah i like them i thought they they were they're obviously they're quite a bit bigger th- than some mm. i think because they was they had like two pilots in the in in the main one that you know yeah. on each shoulder it was sort of like the little bubbles um but then also had a head why need it why does it need a head if you're not going to be in the head what why do you need it to be humanoid at all if you're not in the suit that's an interesting question well there's a lot of really um like blinking you'll miss it moments in the first few episodes with these mechs especially like the very first scene where we see holland fighting a bunch of uh i guess the navy or the air force yeah and he does the little the 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 upside down yeah yeah, which apparently um, our, our protagonist can do. He's obsessed with, and he manages to finally pull it off in the uh, in the second episode. Yeah. But yeah, like there's moments where you see the mech, and like Holland cuts through one, and then like there's a yeah, big yeah, splash yeah. of what looks like blood. But then, yeah, and again they're humanoid, but then they've got wheels and they can transform. So there's there's more going on with these mechs mm. than meets the eye, and we get these little breadcrumbs of what that means. I like that they're quite the, identifiable. Because they're they've all got like mm. different unique designs, um, 
Yeah. Color schemes and stuff. Like there's a, there was a green, greeny sort of camo-y one. And then there was yeah. like, um, that Gecko set uses. And then you've got Nervash, which is the white and red. And then yeah. the bad guys are all blue. Yeah. yeah. They're cool. And they, they kind of remind me a bit of Nightmare Frames from Code Gears with the, uh, with the wheels. And like when we see them moving yeah. around, they're not like running. They're kind of skating. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I, well, that do is, like that, that is probably I, a, the closest mecha that I've seen. Um, so yeah, is that, is that, so that I, I, I was going to make that comparison, but I thought that was like, cause I, I, I don't know whether they're closely. So you think that is, those are quite similar. So there must be mecha out there mm. that are very, very different. Like we've, we've, we've seen, what did we watch the other day when there was mecha involved? The post apocalyptic. Um, oh, um, 86. Yeah. So they're obviously very different. Um, mm. yeah. Okay. They're a lot more kind of, they feel more practical. Whereas here, there's something about these humanoid mecha, but even then they've taken into account the designs and the fact that, okay, so how are we going to move this 20 plus meter tall machine? Okay, we'll just strap wheels to it and then get that to move them around. Oh, we'll give them a surfboard so they can fly through the air. Um, mm. They do, yeah. you do, you they, do. They, you do lose a lot of the weight in the animation when they do like the far off stuff. Like sometimes the scales and stuff, they mm. look, they look like tiny little people. Um, tiny little people skateboarding around, around the, zipping around the sky. Um, and then obviously it's weird to think that they're piloting them like a plane rather than, yeah, using with like pedals and like levers and stuff, <laughs> levers yeah. and handles. Yeah. I will say though, there are some really nice moments where we get right up close to the mechs as they're maneuvering in the air. And like you see the wind lines like brushing past them, or you see Renton's getting affected by the G force. And then mm. they do take steps to give these machines a, a, a better sense of weight in some scenes. There is a lot of flashy flying and aerial ballet. But yeah. There is also the idea that yes, this is a behemoth of a. Yeah machine like when it crash lands in oh first and just destroys his bedroom and then she sets his room on fire <laughs> it's a funeral, it's a funeral. <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> the stuff I can this, use is, in this is my stuff <laughs> why are you setting it on fire yeah. um, literally a scorched earth policy yeah uh, <laughs> so what did you think to the world as a whole then i did want to come into that mm, um okay very much they throw you in the deep end there is a lot of terms that just kind of get thrown around and characters refer to stuff and credit to the show as if they've known it their whole life there doesn't seem to be much as you know bill yeah yeah or as you know bob Bob. there's there's a a lot of just oh compact drives are a thing yeah are they fuck you who cares oh there's these uh traper waves that we can use to fly sometimes what are they fuck you doesn't matter (laughs) <laughs> good like, good i'm glad it's not just me like missing key information i'm just like yeah there is okay, just... okay we're going with this sure okay just, we're just gonna just, we're just gonna they keep mentioning hold our hand up in the sky see what we can scuds see. which we don't see in the first three episodes at all <laughs> right they okay. come back into it later right like there's just you are thrown into this world with renton and at the point where the story begins and i mm. quite like that because you don't need exposition of, well, there was this big catastrophe that caused these special waves to do this, that, and the next thing. Or like mm. every human at birth is given this compact drive. Like I can't remember because it's been a while yeah. since I've watched it, but we don't have that exposition forced down our throats of 
this is why everything in the world is the way it is. Just keep up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it, and I can Watch imagine the that, skateboards. That, I imagine that could be a turn off to people, like yeah, not not, be, not being potentially sure of what's what they're supposed to know, what they're supposed to understand, and having to try and navigate and keep up. Um, because there was also a bit of um, time jumpiness, uh, flashbacks. There's a few flashbacks to gravesides and remembering his sister. Yeah. There's also a really annoying scene um, when they cut. Oh yeah, when uh, <laughs> when the missiles the machine for the first time. Mm, yeah, yeah, the missiles are coming at him, and then it cuts, and everything's fine. And I was so fuming, and thankfully they went back and they sort of explain yeah. what happens, and it's a big deal. So I get why they did did that, um, because mm. they were sort of building that suspense and keeping you curious because there's, you know there's all this weird stuff happening that we want you to focus on, um, but. At the time, I was just like, what? <laughs> it's like when the power cuts out. What do you out, mean you're not showing me? Right before. And like, again, there was a bit of a, a false cliffhanger when at the end of episode one that was really bizarre where he's falling. Oh, where he jumps off the cliff. Yeah. Like, I, I quite liked it, but not so much because it was a cliffhanger. Yeah. But because he gives this big shonen speech of like, um, what's the quote that he does? It's, uh, don't beg for it, earn it, and then it will be yours. And then he jumps off the cliff. And then he goes, this was a terrible (laughs) idea. Isn't this really risky? Yeah. I'm going to (laughs) die. Yeah, he he does. And then it, like, ends. And then, yeah, and then it ends as he's falling down. Um, but even after the, um, in the next time, the, the preview, (laughs) like, Mm. it, it literally goes, He's fine. <laughs> and then he does it's this. Right, don't worry. And it it all goes Here's swimming. Spoilers. Yeah. Um yeah, it was just a a bit of a weird way to do it. Um I guess it was kind of funny. He he, he is again he he's showing that sort of he is a bit grounded. He doesn't he's not like just shouty shouty believe everything. Mm. He he sort of he can think a bit more independently than that he's not just a one-track mind character which is nice he's got a bit of yeah. depth to him um mm. and can make some it feels almost like he's making decisions autonomously whereas before yeah. in previous shows they it's like 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 um my hero academia um mm. with um what's his name deku 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 is so one track. Like he's he's a one trick pony. Mm. He tries hard. He um he wants to be just like All Might, and he just goes on that path. Like there's there's no mm. there's I don't feel like his character grows. There's no nuance much. to him. No, it, he's just I'm going to do this thing. Mm. And the study comes not from him as a character, but seeing how he and the people around him react to his power. And yeah, the way that he's as, as a push. Himself. He's not growing. He's just adapting to the fact, like, because he's got a power that's too great for him. Yeah. And there's no character, like, Here's from the a- beginning of the manga to the end, or like where we are currently, Deku himself, his personality hasn't changed. There's no, mm. there's been no big shift in who he is. Mm. It's just the trials that he's had to overcome is him 
I guess, maintaining his personality. Mm. Like if you put him in a, if you put him in a compromising, I think the test is if you put them in a a compromising situation or a a, a situation where they're, that they they, they could have a a bunch of options with Deku. I feel like the viewer would always know what he's going to do. He's always going to try his best, push himself, and he's going to overcome his obstacle because that's the character, what the character needs to do. Whereas here, I think you could throw a situation at, um, Fenton and, he would bark at it until it goes away or he would do something, but you don't know. His, you owner, his gramps would run after him and try and get him back. You, could, you couldn't predict necessarily what he's going to do. He's got a bit more sort of that uncertainty. He could go this way, he could go this way. And you feel, you feel like he's a real person who's making his own decisions. Yeah, I 100% agree with you because we see a number of times when Renton is stressed, he's got different reactions depending on where he is. Like, Somebody starts chiding him about how his dad was uh, this big hero, but they're not mm. sure whether he actually did die. And Renton lashes out. He punches the guy and gets into a fight. Later, it like when he's getting missiles fired at him and he thinks he's going to die, his response is like his stress response kicks in and he just blacks out. Yeah, he basically and, freezes. Yeah, I, like his grandpa starts to take his board away from him, and he runs after him, and he's, he's like decrying, be like. No, 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 give it back, give it back, I'll do what I'll do what you want. Mm. Like he and this is something that I really like about Renton's character is that he he's portrayed and it is beaten over the head with us that he's 14 years old. Yeah. And he acts like a 14 yeah. year old. Yeah. Exactly. He isn't this like he's oh, he's actually thinking with the mind of a college student. He's thinking with the mind of a kid who's going through puberty. Yeah, and a very brave kid. Like, it, a very brave you know, kid, admittedly. Yeah, but that's fine. If he wasn't a brave kid, you wouldn't really have a show because he wouldn't, wouldn't, do, the, he, he wouldn't do the things that we want him to do in the show. <laughs> so there has to be some, you know, forgiving of the character's unbelievable traits, potentially. But you do get brave kids, I guess. Like, I don't know. I wasn't. I was a scary little shit. But um, yeah. I, I'm assuming some children are brave. Um, yeah. And the whole magazine stuff, like he go, he goes reads the magazine to find out how to oh, talk yes. to girls. He's like, "Wait, what? I, I'm in the friend zone? No, this is the worst." I love that scene. Information, and then everybody's just, been there, right? Yeah, and then she's just <laughs> sat there staring at him, not even not on the same wavelength at all. At all. Um, yeah, it is that 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 was a bit of levity. And right, so going back to the world itself, um, yes. I really like the aesthetic. I, I think I mm-hmm. love this sort of, like you say, early 2000s sort of, like he's got the, there's a motorbike. Was he riding the motorbike? Yeah, yeah. he's got he, like a scootery motorbike thing. Yeah, that's quite worn and battered, driving around these streets mm. of this city that are sort of, it's in the future, but it's run down. So like the maintenance, it, it, it's a bit, it's a, yeah, it's like a parallel situation i mm. guess rather than um a future i don't know what what do we know what do you what's your interpretation or do you know like if this is I... so coming into the anime it almost looks like it is just this completely fresh world right because yeah nothing really looks like earth you've got these big chasms that are opened up which is renton's spot where he goes to try and practice right yeah 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 we've got this huge tower that's like brushing against the upper atmosphere Mm. and then you've got obviously all the mechs and the fact that you can ride these invisible waves yeah 
it almost feels, and I'm going to throw it out there, it almost feels like we've, we as an audience have been isekai'd into some random world and we're getting to see this kid's story. Mm, yeah. But everybody's human and they're still tech. It's, it's and, an alternate world, isn't it, really? It's an yeah, alt- it feels like world. it's it's humans, but in this world with these different rules that we it's, have to play by. It's Earth 3.056 thousand seven <laughs> thanks marvel yeah <laughs> earth 616 that's the one but yeah and even though yeah he lives in the town that sucks and he hates the fact that nothing ever happens and the only way out is to join the military the fact that the town and the people there feel lived in mm, is a does. credit to the world building of the show again like even just having the board seller who's got a soft spot for this kid who never buys anything and just looks at his gear, but he still takes the time to repair his board. It's a yeah, nice touch yeah. that adds. And like, we don't see him again. The guy drives off. Yeah. And it's like, but that feels, and it establishes Renton. He, Renton isn't just a protagonist that's been dropped into this setting. He's lived in this setting for 14 years. He's made friends. He's made people at school who don't. How many like years him. has he lived there? Uh, I think it was 14, but right, correct okay. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if, uh, again, the world feels lived in and even the small things like we don't know much about the Air Force or anything like that yet, but there's clearly a hierarchy and our f- guy, Dominic, who I love the design of with his little fucking hat and hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is he is he the guy on the team of the... the Get-Cos? He's on like the bad guys team. Oh, okay. Okay. He's like, he's the information officer right. who requests use of the pod. Who's the guy, but, who's, who's the guy who rides the other mecha on um, the gecko guys? Ah, uh, Stoner. Yeah, yeah, might with be Stoner. The, with the camera. Mm, yeah, maybe. I thought some guy had a hat. Isn't someone wearing a trilby? Yes. I think, is that Matthew? No, yeah. Matthew's the guy with the afro. <laughs> Who yeah, no, it's Stoner. Stoner's wearing the uh, the trilby. All right, okay, cool. Him, he he looks cool. Yeah. Also, speaking of that, the cast is pretty diverse for early two thousands Japanese anime. Mm. Like, there's a number of people of color, and yeah. there's a lot of uh, women amongst the crew of the Gecko. Like, yeah. Ah, uh, I've just found it's Dominic. Diverse. I've just I've just looked up Dominic. Yeah, he has got a cool. I love his cast design. As well. mm. I love his hair. And like he gets maybe three lines in the whole thing, but I'm just like, oh, you're interesting. I hope you come back soon. I imagine he comes back soon. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he looks like he's gone his own way. Um, yeah. So, uh, moving on, what do we want to talk about next? Um, do we want to talk about the action sequences? Sure. I mean, they were cool. No. What do you think of the escape from the tower? Because that, I guess. Okay, there's I, two knew big were, I knew you were. I knew you were going to bring up these action sequences, and um, I mean, so good, go, go on. Which one? Escape from the tower. So escape from the tower, and then the when we find out what, what? happens what, what with tower? the who's escaping from a tower. What, what? It was when the the gecko takes off, and they have to. They go. Okay, we don't have the runway, so I'm just going to fall off the side of the building. We were, were we watching Episode the same three. show. I really hope so, unless you switched again. Like, <laughs> So Will messages me this morning. I wake up to a bunch of messages of Will going, is it the 2006 version? Is it the 2017 version? There's another one called AO. What the hell is going on? I don't understand. 
So this could have been a very different episode where we watched two completely separate series. Yeah, and because of the time difference, whenever we message each other, it's the other's always asleep. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I knew I wasn't getting a response. I was just venting. Um, just venting it out. So there's a tower. Is that where the bad yeah, guys so are? I thought... Is, are they just really no, the high bad up? Guys at, are on a ship. Yeah, I thought they were. So, what? Who's in a tower? Yeah. The the gecko plane. Yeah. Or the ship, or whatever they've got, that is in the big tower in the middle of Renton City. I thought that was. On, I, I, I thought that was in the the helicarrier thing that the, the, the bad guys are on. <laughs> no, it's like a big. It's a big, tall structure. It right. doesn't. Admittedly, it doesn't look like a traditional tower. There's a lot of like. Oh, okay. No, I'm connecting things. I'm connecting things because they drop down, don't they, and then go over the rooftops. Yep. Of, and yeah, that's where and they're they, like the wings can't take it. And then yeah, and then they're like, oh like, no, wait, they can. Kicks up. Um, and then it's like activate weird energy beam beam. Yeah, and projector then they eat, thing. Eat, eat the guy. They open the mouth and they eat the gecko. Uh, hum, num, 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 num. Eat. Um, okay. Why were they in the tower? So they forged documents to uh, get permission to land there. And the reason was so they could get the Nervish repaired. So they were going to take it to Gramps because Gramps had the Amita drive. <laughs> he's holding his, he's holding the bridge of his nose, people. He's not happy. I just don't... I, I'm trying to understand why... So, but, but, what, but, the, but the, the, the Mecha wasn't there. The Mecha crash-landed... Yeah, but, so but the gecko the was there. out from the gecko. So the gecko, they sent Nervish out. The gecko <laughs> from, from lands the, with from forged the documents from the gecko. From the get go, gecko. <laughs> the gecko then lands with forged documents, which the uh, helper says he's like, "Oh, they they've done all the proper proceedings. They're allowed to be here legally, even though they are, I guess, maybe terrorist group. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I, right. Um, <laughs> don't think about it too much, and then." The Nervish crash lands, they get the Amita drive uh, from Gramps, and then Renton joins them, and then that's what allows the Nervish to do the big... If they're allowed to be there... If they're allowed to be there legally, mm. why are they not allowed to leave? <laughs> because they... Uh, because the Nervish tore through five of their guys and nuked half the continent. <laughs> right, yeah, but apart from that... <laughs> 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 okay i was i was really I, I obviously missed the beginning bit of that because i i was like why are they, they they've got the ship and they're like oh no the, the the gecko is leaving so i thought they'd like captured the ship and then i was like but the crew are there <laughs> the crew are yeah, on yeah, the ship on board <laughs> what what how is I... this oversight <laughs> yeah, yeah why are you letting the crew just sit in the ship um yeah okay cool so i guess that tracks mm. in some weird way also did grandpa actually repair the ship Re- grandpa rep- did some tune-ups but the main thing i think was getting the emitter drive which rent right. plugs in on top of his compact uh, yeah, drive yeah. which yeah. allows the weird power to activate but, but he doesn't do that until like she's already fighting off a load of guys well he puts the emitter drive in before they take off but they doesn't the power itself doesn't kick in until <laughs> they're in the air. Until he gets to it. Because he has to go and do something to it in order to make it work. Oh, no, no, you're absolutely right. No, yeah, he, he doesn't have it. Gram- no, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't put it in. He puts right. the compact drive in. <laughs> That's when what she said. But then he... Hey! <laughs> give me that Amita drive, baby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And then he arrives and then he plugs it in and then that's when it does the okay. explosion. My bad. My, my, my confusion is 
it was absolutely battered, like it crash landed, and then what they did a, a, in five minute little tune up, and then it was fine to go fight. It just seemed a, it seemed like a very quick fix for a, for something that just crash landed. Um, but hey, but it crash landed even then when it was put up in the uh, in the hangar, it it looked pretty pretty yeah. fresh. Yeah, there wasn't really any dints in that thing. It I was can't like, likely buff out any scratches. It was like when um in the Mark Wahlberg Transformers it reminded me of that scene when he when it's is it Optimus is hanging there? He's sort of just stood up in his workshop. Yeah, um, and he's like working on it and trying to fix it. Also, this reminded me of Captain Kirk from the new Star Wars franchise when he's like riding Ooh. on the bike and. Uh, through the city into the and, and these sort of like a little rebel without of cause at that stage and wanting to get out into the big big world and mm. then and then obviously into the big universe yeah yeah very very mm. similar characters i i feel like sort of determined what renton and yeah Kirk. yeah a bit reckless yeah. sort of determined mature beyond follow their, their years dick. follow their dick uh <laughs> and wants to fly big space things that can destroy mm other things mm. very nice i guess the last thing yeah, yeah. we should maybe talk about briefly because we haven't really talked about it for the whole episode so far uh eureka or eureka or eureka you or mean whatever one half of the creepy girls from the shining that sort of just <laughs> absolutely unblinkingly <laughs> stare at you for and too long weird stuff how long was that pause? Was it that moment where there, uh, there was a bit, and I remember thinking, this, they're spending a really long time staring at this person. I think it was that bit when yeah. she was just sort of stud. And like her eyes, I don't know what it is, but the way that she's drawn, mm. her eyes seem a little bit like almost, not quite cross-eyed, but like like kind of halfway there. So it's it's really unnerving looking at her when she's just like reacting to stuff. Yeah. She feels very out of place. But that's who Renton has decided he's going to follow to the end of the world, even if she is a mother of several orphans. Holy shit. I've, uh, I've just, I think I've just found spoilers. <laughs> oh, um, no. They get, they get old. Like, they grow. They grow up. He does not, be, he does not stay 14. I'm guessing that's probably the sequel, AO, that you're uh, a- looking at. Oh, let's go. Okay, maybe, yeah. Seven trilogy movies. What? Yes, they basically so Eureka Seven it, because it was such like a anemone sentimental anime for uh, so many people, and because mild spoilers, big robot. everything's canon. So okay. all the spin-offs are all canon and everything like that. Basically, they did a new series of movies, uh, which are almost like a reboot of the original series, right. but also add new information, but are also a slightly different retelling, but also it's canon <laughs> so sure sure why not yeah all right yeah the the eureka 7 universe is a bit weird but mm. kudos to them i guess they they, they just kept going <laughs> kudos on them for cashing out and making... yeah yeah definitely okay. i mean various fans have opinions on the various spin-offs and stuff and that's a nice way of putting positive. it yeah okay like various fans have opinions (laughs) have opinions very political but other fans don't have opinions um okay yeah yeah anyway not talking about the sequel series or 
canonicity. No. Um, anything else that you'd like to mention before we move on? To just just the ED assessment. Oh yeah. Uh, what did you think? I was fully prepared to hate this. You were fully prepared to hate it, but you yep. didn't. Uh, no, oh. um, because it starts off with just like the most boring shot in the world for like a good 10, 15 seconds of just like tracking along that um, gutter. Yeah. I'm like, all right, it's just going to be like a really boring, like yeah, lullaby yeah. song. And then suddenly yeah. out of fucking nowhere, Will, mm. they decide to hand animate a single shot take of every character on the gecko state with no CGI, with no like anything, just one cracked animator going, fuck you. Watch as I watch like have this invisible camera panning around characters that don't actually exist in a 3D space, but I'm going to make it look like they do. Like the technical prowess of this ED. Yeah. I really liked it. Astounding. Yeah. The song is garbage. Okay. My, oh, holy crap. Yeah. I thought it was really nice. I thought the animation was really cool. I, I actually didn't mind the song. Yeah, I don't really? know. I don't, yeah, I don't know whether that's controversial or not. I actually quite liked it. So, um, that was, that was, I mean, uh, it's all right. I just, I just didn't tickle my buttons. Yeah, fair enough. Tickle my buttons. I, uh, did you, I, I mean, I liked the lyrics. I like, I, I was reading the subtitles as they, as they were going across, as, they, as it was going across and I just thought it was quite nice. Um, ah, yeah. I didn't really pick up on that. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it, what, what, what they were on. It was just, it was, it was, you know, very shown any sort of vibes, I think. Um, but it, it was good. Um, nice. I was going to criticize. I, I, now you told me that the about the animation. I'm not going to criticize it now. But I was going to say like I wish it had been a bit smoother because as sort of um good as it yeah. was, it, I was I was just like if it's just a bit smoother, I'd be able to really really give it mm. top top tail. Yeah, there's, score. there's a f- few moments where it's a little bit janky or yeah. like it, it feels like it's missing frames. Yeah, but. Again, it's probably just because one guy solo animated the whole thing, and it's just well, that's not good enough, Sam. I mean, I'm sorry, it's not good just enough. Fucking do a better job. Um, I want it to be better. Um, I give it an obnoxious Alfred Hitchcock documentary out of ten. Wow. Okay, I give it a. I don't know. I, I'm really rubbish at this this week. Like With I, these I, scores today, you're like, just, you're just like, yeah, I, I like it. Was yeah. good. It made brain go boop. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why I can't think of anything. I give it a Eureka. This is pretty good. I give it a, I, I give it a overflowing bathtub out of 10. Oh, damn. That's mm. pretty good. Mm. The original Eureka. Right. Okay. Uh, right. Shall we head into the questions? God, yeah. Like, let's do it. Okay. All righty. Hmm. Yes. After you. Okay. Please. Thank you. Um, the first question is about concepts and execution. It's a big tick. It's got, it's got a, it's, it's, it's mecha. It's fun. It's yep. the world building is rich and diverse enough that we believe it and can engage with it and buy into it. And the characters are cool. We've already spoken about, um, uh, Renton and his sort of well developed character. We've talked about yep. all sorts that I think come together really nicely. So the execution as well is done really well. And you know what? They looked out. I say they looked out. It's obviously a deliberate, deliberate choice. And, but, but there's a lot of shows that don't do this. 
the self-contained arc of the three episodes worked really well as yeah. well. It was a nice sort of like, ah, yeah, cool. Now we can move on with the rest of the show. Um, so that obviously, absolutely for me, really helped sort of contain it and make me feel good about the show. Uh, so yeah, really positive, really big positive with the concept and execution. You? Yeah, fully agree. Um, it's an interesting world, even though there's a lot that we don't know about the world or why things are happening or even like the motivations of the gecko state and the military and everything else i think that if there's enough intrigue there to kind of pull you in and make you want to find out more yeah. it is executed in this like brilliant way in terms of animation the directional choices as well there's a lot of interesting angles used um to kind of make those dialogue heavy scenes more interesting like there's a few choice shots where I know it's like an angle that we don't usually see in anime where it's instead of it just being their face looking at the camera, it's kind of side on and you get more of a profile of them. And again, the color palette is choice and muted, but also gives this really nice impression of the world. Yeah, I think it's just a great idea executed with a lot of finesse. It's it's good. I can see why it's got such a big fan base and why people like it, why it's got a special place yeah. in people's hearts. Um Turn off certainly. Turn offs. Uh, anything that this show does that might turn people away or not keep a noob hooked. Yeah, I think we we talked about it a bit, and even in, when I was praising the concept and the execution, it's that idea that yes, there's a lot of information that kind of goes over your head and isn't explained in a lot of detail, or or doesn't even have a throwaway line explaining it. It's just you just have to accept this world yeah. for what it is and hope that they get round to it later down the line. Other than that, yeah. I was just going to say, especially considering it doesn't have a manga to go with it, it'd be Mm. like if you sort of could read around it and and have a bit more background, that might cover all bases. Um, It almost feels like it needs a handbook or something to go with it, or like um, (laughs) subtitles or, you know, like Attack on Titan with the extra information that you don't need. Mid-cards. The mid-cards that you don't need this information, but it it might help and people might want to explore it. I will say that after the first episode, I did Wikipedia a bunch of stuff about elements of the world because I was like, this is really interesting and I want to know more, so I'm going to go seek out that information. Yeah, cool. Um, Yeah, apart from that, though, I don't think there's much that will turn people off. I think the... Yeah. It's done in a really sort of interesting way with the storytelling um there is so much intrigue there's relationships very stuff. accessible it's very it's very accessible despite the unaccessibleness of the information of <laughs> um yeah and what's going because on because i guess because it decided to focus more on the character of renton and his journey instead of the world itself yeah. and just drip feeding us those bits it's a lot easier to get on board with the story we're almost just as clueless as he is Obviously, he knows more about the world, but but he's still a fourteen-year-old boy, so he, he he probably doesn't exactly. know as much about the p- political dis- disagreements and the structures that sort of are there behind the scenes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. so I think I think we're both on the same page. I don't think this is going to be a shocker. Are we happy to put yeah. this in the universe? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, definitely. I think I am going to be going and rewatching this series. Like, I I had to hold myself back from watching episode four yeah, yeah. plus today. I wanted to just sit on the couch and just go, "Yep, 
everything else. Yeah. I think I'm... Because when I first watched this, this is when I broke my leg. So it was one of those shows that I was like, ah, oh, everyone talks about it, so I'll stick it on in the background. <laughs> what, like, what karma? You break your leg and then you watch a film, a uh, show about surfboarding in, in the sky and you're like, oh, why can't I do that? With a stupid broken leg. I was so, so jaded. But I, I, I shotgunned this in about two days mm. and I don't retain much after these first few episodes and okay. a little bit about the end. I'm literally like primary effect and recent here's here's the question this show here's the question and this mm-hmm. might be a segment we introduce what did you put it on your anime list oh okay let me bring it up because you you often you do this occasionally and you, sometimes you're like oh I, I i put it quite low or oh wow i rated this oh, really I'm, high. I'm surprised yeah i gave this more, a higher score than i thought if you were going to rate uh, it so now without looking what would you what do you think these yeah, what do you, what these do you, first few? Well, what, yeah, from your memory, what do you, th- what, from remembering back to that time, do you think you gave it a high score? Or do you think you gave it a low score? What do you think you gave it? I think as I am now, and from these first few episodes and what I remember the snippets of, I reckon either a 7.5 or an 8, I would probably say. Okay. Because I think it is very well done. So I've now got, I have it here. I'm opening the list. I gave it. Oh. <laughs> I gave it a six. Oh, okay. Wow, that is a disrepancy. I okay, so I need to yeah rewatch this then in maybe maybe in smaller bites. Maybe if I watch a couple of episodes every night, that's um because that's a fun game. That is like mental. That. <laughs> that is so different. Can you do points? Is it is it like how what what sort of you said seven point five or eight before? Is oh, there here we go? Is there a range? Oh yeah. Can you do like? How, how many so decimals? the way list works is um you choose the scoring system so you can do stars you can do like one to five you can do out of ten and it's right. just those uh selections or you can do 0.5 scores i like the 0.5 score because there's some shows where i go oh well it was fine but there were moments when it was really good so it sits between like a six and a seven okay so it's the perfect kind of halfway point i have a very regimented yeah, system very clear of how i like to okay right r- like rank things and maybe one day i'll go into all yeah 10 no, of the- those points and explain them, but <laughs> not today now that's really interesting though because i imagine like you've just said on air what like, what you've rated this show at like sort of retrospectively and also at the time and it'd be interesting mm. to see what other people what their scoring system is like and how it compares and sort of think they might be like, yeah, "What definitely. are you doing? That's ridiculous! This what was do you a nine, six. This oh. was like a ma- this is a masterpiece. This is a ten out of ten. But it's, it's also that idea that like your bad might not be the same scoring as someone else's bad. Like your somebody like, like the bad, worst yeah. anime in the world for you might only be like a four, and then someone else is like, "Well, no, it's a zero if it's the worst thing I've seen." But then you're still yeah. you're still giving like a baseline credit to a show for just existing mm. <laughs> and like just yeah, being definitely. produced to a certain level. So yeah. Yeah. interesting to debate I love, that i love talking about scores and like the, and <laughs> quantify my like, love like quantify my like, love for the show quantify it all but like in this like, especially now that like rotten tomatoes and metacritic mm. are so important to like games and movies i think it's really interesting to discuss that because so many times you'll see a film gets like a 71 percent on uh metacritic and people go oh not worth my time but objectively <laughs> a seven is at least good right yeah yeah so a seven a seven out of ten 
yeah. means you're probably going to have more fun with it than yeah. not. I don't, I don't get out of bed go, for an eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> anything less than an eight, I sleep. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, getting away from all that, well done, mm. Eureka Seven. You have uh, lived up to the fandom's dreams of uh, the early 2000s and have come back again to really impress us with uh, your presentation and your interesting world. So you have gotten into the Anniverse. Well done. Well done. Um, yeah, and if you guys have liked what you've uh, heard, make sure you check out our previous episodes. We've got a whole backlog. This is episode 84, I think. Um, Good job. Thank you. And yeah, there's plenty there to get your teeth into. And make sure you hit us up. Let us know what you thought of Eureka 7. Let us know what you want us to watch next. Um, tell us your rating on Annie List for this show. I think that could be a fun challenge. We should put it on Twitter. Ooh. We should put it on Twitter. Put a poll on what do, what do people rate this show out of 10 or out on, on Annie List. Um, yeah, uh, let us know what you think. Send us an email if you want. We're Gateway to the Anniverse everywhere. GT. Gateway TTA on Twitter or something. A, Gateway TTA. Yep. Um, and, or you can email us if you want to send us something a bit longer or send us, um, a, I don't know, a, a suggestions, suggestions or and a things. Yeah, yeah. Really deeply personal story about how Eureka 7 has affected you for the rest of time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and we'll uh, go, your dis- okay. Your dissertation on why Eureka 7 um, is. And why my score of six is bullshit. Yeah. yeah yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and the email is gateway to the universe at gmail.com. Uh, thank you all for listening. We're going to go into Slice of Life and just have a quick catch up so I can talk about Pokemon cards. And then we will oh, see dear. you next week in the universe. Ah, welcome, everybody, to Slice of Life. And it's a nostalgic episode today. We've been talking about Eureka 7, mm. which is very nostalgic for a lot of people. We talked about. Um, MCR is back and going to see the killers live and yes. will yeah chomping at the bit I can see it please tell me how has this Pokemon card addiction come I, back I, after when was the last time you bought a pack of Pokemon cards you know look I've got a terrible memory I don't remember primary school much um I ba- I, I barely oh I, I genuinely don't like people say oh yeah I remember doing this in year six or I remember doing this in year five I'm like I, I genuinely don't remember anything. I've got very small snippets of like relationships between friends and stuff. Like we, I remember playing this yeah. game or I remember this event, but like, I don't really remember learning at all. And I don't remember. Wow. I don't remember buying Pokemon cards. I had Pokemon mm. cards, but I don't physically remember. And I remember being quite a tight child. So with any, any pocket money, I remember like, Oh, I don't want to buy cards. Like, yeah, saving it and for, stashing yeah, it away. For, for, I remember very specifically having that perspective that I thought it was a bit of a waste of money, but I liked to have the cards. <laughs> there was a really weird <laughs> it's dynamic. It's got cool artwork yeah. therefore. <laughs> um, so I remember having loads and then I remember we don't hoard things in my family so like i've my we've thrown away everything from my childhood and i hate my oh. i hate my family to this day for that like oh, like my, the beyblades the beyblades the nintendo 64s the ps1s all of those old consoles that, that are now worth stuff <laughs> like um yeah. just just been passed on to other family members that have then been discarded or they've made money off my pre my childhood dreams um so I, the all my childhood Pokemon cards were binned, and I 
I just, I don't, uh, the, one of the podcasts that I listen to, the Super Carlin Brothers, the uh, popcorn culture, uh, is mm-hmm. they, they often talk about Pokemon because Jay has, in his adult life, he's always been a big fan of Pokemon. He does all the Nuzlocks and stuff online. And, um, oh, I love a Nuzlocke run. And he has relatively recently, I'd say the last couple of years, probably lockdown. I think a lot of people have got back into it since lockdown. Um, Definitely. He, he started playing the trading card game again and collecting and stuff. And it, the way the way he talks about it, I was just like, you know what? That'd be really cool. So I started watching videos, started looking at how to get into it. And I just thought, screw it. I'm mm-hmm. going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do it. So I went and... You're bought, going all in. I'm going all in. I, 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 I really do want to start like... Well, basically, you've got to do, apparently, this is all the videos said, you need to, you need to decide what you're going into it for because the, the yeah, I mean, so that makes sense. I've, I've watched a lot of pack opening videos mm, and, and like people who do it for, do it for the rare ones or do it yeah. for like the, to try and seek the glory. So you can and, like build sets or you could build decks. Um, those are two different things you could do. You could do it for the nostalgia, trying to find like, trying to buy mm. old cards that you particularly like. Some people just try and, find all the different variations of their favorite Pokemon. Um, ah. And, you know, there's loads of different ways that you can go about collecting. Uh, some people do it for the money and try and buy, you know, buy and yeah, resell. Flip um, them over afterwards. Uh, so there's loads of different stuff. And for me, what I want to do is I, want, I think I'm going to try and collect sets. So, so like like evolutionary chains and stuff like so Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard? Or like- no, like... Um, the like there's the sword and like shield the entirety of a booster yeah the entirety of a of a one two 168 whatever oh. try and collect buy the buy the packs you know cycle through mm. the ones that i've got and and collect them in a ring in, in a binder so that i've got full sets of this particular release of um ah, of pokemon cool so they release every like six months or something um yeah 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 and then so at the minute i'm i've got a couple of sets on the go and i off the top of my head i can't remember what they are right now um but i i went and bought my first few packs spent about 20 pounds nice. i've got one of the um sets so i've got a giant uh what they called like promotional card a, a, a promo card uh of a pikachu, yeah. of a pikachu and i was like ah that's cute i'll get that and then i've got another i've bought a few single packs as well so i've started my collection i'm gonna get a few packs a week potentially and just build it up slowly i'm not gonna and and and, mm. and i do eventually want when i've got enough i do want to try and build build some decks and like get into yeah like i, I downloaded playing competitively yeah i downloaded the um the online trading card game um, ah yeah because each booster pack comes with a comes with a code. qr code thing to play online yeah. right yeah and that's all free like you can battle and earn coins and then spend those coins so it's yeah so it's free to play but you can pay money to get online cards if you want to I so think to links with Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it also teaches you how to play. Like it takes you through all the tutorials mm. and stuff of the trading card game. Oh, that's good. So that's also been basically what I've been watching on YouTube a lot of as well. I've been watching some people playing. Nice. I've been watching card openings and just sort of getting a feel for, because I don't really know anything about it at this stage. And the cards are like, yeah. the way they talk about the cards, I'm like, okay, that I guess that's good from your reaction. <laughs> and like some of the, there's so many different variations, so many different um, sets that are just like, you know, mind boggling of how these things interact, mm. in, of how, of how they've sort of people know just everything about these cards. And I'm like, wow, I am no, wow. yeah, it's going to take me a while, but very excited. I want to see 
you so next time we do the podcast beforehand i want you to have a, a fresh booster pack yeah okay and i want you to do do the, yeah. the thing where you open it and then you put the three yeah, at the, the three back, at the back and yeah, then you, yeah and then you and i'm your only viewer yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i get to see what you've got and i you have to go off of my hype. I'll hold it to you, <laughs> to the to the to yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the camera. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah. What about you? Oh, enough, enough gushing about Pokemon. What have you been up to? Um, I've been on a bit of a Sonic the Hedgehog kick. Oh yeah, uh, you said the past earlier. few days. You mentioned. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've uh, I've been replaying uh, Sonic Lost World. Uh, right. I got it on Steam ages ago, but I just never got around to playing it um it was on the wii u and everybody says it's like one of the worst ones because everybody hates sonic yeah um but I, i've quite enjoyed it there's a lot of bullshit right there's a lot of moments where it the game like they've given sonic a run button so his normal speed is he just walks around and you have to press a button to make him move faster which seems very counterproductive <laughs> but <laughs> It ties into the level design and stuff. It's like the fastest thing in the world now walks very slowly. But, you know, I'm on the last level now and it's only taken me about five hours of playtime. So it's it's a good little game. Yeah. I don't think I'll go back to it once I finish it, but it was nice to actually finally get around to it and, and I'll, give it a shot. I'll tell you what, one of the reasons I never really got into Sonic was because it used to scare me that he was constantly running. Like it just—it's just this. <laughs> he cannot stop. Just this, like <laughs> perpetually moving. My my your brain has to sort of adapt to that sort of way of playing. Like it's it's just constantly yeah. moving, and you just deal with it how you want. Like twitch reactions to like something comes on the screen, you've got to hit jump or you've got to do it in yeah, yeah. a certain way. Yeah. I think a lot of people go into Sonic thinking, "Oh, I'm going to go fast, and mm. that's how the game should be the entire time." But a lot of the t- and when stuff comes out of nowhere and kills you. A lot of people cry, oh, it's not fair that this spike came in. But the whole idea is you're meant to fail. And yeah. You're meant to kind of learn from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very similar to Elden Ring in that regard where it's, or like any Dark Souls game, you learn through failure and then the next time you're ready for it. Yeah. So there was a level I was playing earlier. Today, I love I love how you managed like, to link Sonic to Elden Ring. Like, like To Elden Ring. It's, like, it's the same Sonic game. Sonic is the Dark Souls it's, of platformers. It's, it's, the ba- it's basically the same game. <laughs> basically basically the same thing sonic with a big sword there was that one game where he had the big sword um cool but yeah i was playing a level earlier today which is seems one of the hardest levels in lost world where there is a lot of instant deaths mm. but by the end of it i was sitting there going yeah dude i'm cracked i fucking got this i've just made like five jumps in a row that i couldn't do like 20 minutes ago yeah i'm amazing at this game and and that, that feeling, muscle memory and stuff that's sort of just exactly yeah. like sonic unleashed i put so much time into that when i got my xbox back in like 2008 <laughs> and i there's one level spagonia from sonic unleashed and i've got that down i was watching a speed run of it the other yeah, day yeah. and my uh, i had my hands like just kind of in front of me <laughs> and they start they started like pressing the yeah. buttons as he was doing it i was like yeah 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 that that'll do nice uh, <laughs> but yeah other than that not a great deal um just chilling watching seasonal anime spikes mm. family is still very good um Boruto is garbage at the moment, but I'm I'm a beaten wife to it, so I yeah. can't I can't stop. Can't well. leave. Yeah, it's and hard. the golf anime is is insane. They just <laughs> murdered a man with a bazooka to set up a golf game between like two rival mafioso companies, and one of the girls is building a Gundam model in the background, like legit uncopyrighted. It's a Gundam, and I'm sitting here like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> nice. I I I am very curious to see 
to see this golf anime. We have to do the it. second that anime ends, we are watching it. Why? Why? Why, why are you insistent on it ending? Is that? Is that like? Uh, no, I just. I kind of want to have the whole picture yeah, before going before, in. I think okay. that's the yeah. That's fair. That's, that's fair. the vibe. Yeah. But yeah. That'll oh. do it for me. Brilliant. Okay. Well, again, thank you all for listening. Um, if you stuck around this long, make sure you hit us up with your favorites, nostalgia from uh, your youth. What are you? Have you got into anything over lockdown that you've sort of, um, or not just lockdown, has become but like, your whole personality? Yeah, that 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 you sort of <laughs> that you've gone into it because you're like, I used to enjoy those things, so now I'm going to do those things again. Because why not? You know, why not? You can't take it do with it. you. I'm going to go rewatch you cassette yeah alright <laughs> thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week for another wonderful episode of Gateway to the Universe